It's a real privilege to be with you. Uh, actually, every time uh, me or uh, uh, when I come here or uh, my family uh, feel like we are going for a celebration, we're going for a very special thing to come to Lifeline. Uh, and really, we, we, we believe and we feel like we are in the big family. Uh, so we, uh, I'm not just expressing gladness to be here, as any speaker will come and stand up to say that he's glad to be here, but uh, really, uh, it is something to us. Uh, and uh, I, I praise God for the relationship and for uh, the partnership and to, 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 uh, to have um, uh, a real ministry uh, belonging to Lifeline as we started a uh, few months ago, Lifeline in Iraq. So uh, we praise God for this, that uh, as we are now registered <clears throat> in, uh, in Iraq, in uh, northern Iraq, and uh, I have the privilege to be the representative of Lifeline uh, in Iraq. Uh, though we have now a small committee uh, from Iraqis and uh, someone who is full-time now with us is Egyptian uh, to be uh, uh, dealing with the situation uh, in Iraq. Actually, how the Lord's opened the way for us there, it was amazing. That was August 2014. So it is just around uh, 14 months, 15 months. Uh, and uh, during this time, uh, you know, the Lord led us through amazing projects to do a contract with the Iraqi government uh, who supply us with lands like this uh, inside the camps. You know, uh, there is uh, displaced people who are left uh, the Mosul, which is a... Uh, uh, a big city in northern Iraq, and they went to uh, another small cities uh, uh, belong to the Kurdistan Iraq in northern Iraq, which is Erbil and Duhok and Silmania. So the government gave us or uh, permitted us lands inside the camps where the smallest camp uh, has around 6,000 people and the largest camp is around 40,000 people. And all of them live in tents. Uh, and and that's uh, as a result of what's happening from ISIS. I think you are following the news. Uh, the ISIS is not far from here. Uh, so uh, through what, the, uh, what we got from the governments, now we started to build bakeries to distribute breads uh, inside these camps. The camps are a way of any... Uh, city or shops or anything so uh, and, uh, very far away as well from the transport so uh, uh, the last few months we built five bakeries uh, inside the camps and we still have around five other lands to build bakeries but we stopped to build new ones because the UN was supplying us with flour so we, we it was easy to raise fund to uh, make the bread and uh, pay some uh, labors from inside the uh, refugees groups and 
uh, distribute the bread, but uh, unfortunately, uh, they stopped to do that, and now we have to raise funds for the, the, the flour. Uh, that's why we decided instead of building new bakeries, we have to make those five bakeries working well first uh, and making breads. Uh, today, uh, we are distributing around 12,000 loaf of bread uh, a day, but the capacity of these uh, five bakeries is to do 10,000 each. So we are trying to uh, make them work better, and we are praying for that. Uh, the other thing that the Lord opened big door for us to do more ministry, there is a big need for medical work. Uh, so we are uh, now trying to do uh, uh, portable clinic. So a clinic can go from place to place, like a cabinet clinic, to go around in the camps and uh, help the people, uh, and as well receiving missionaries or, or groups of medical uh, uh, specialists in, uh, from here, from USA, from Egypt, from anywhere. So we are praying for this, and the, the other thing that we are uh, having now an uh, educational program. Uh, we, we might start it soon. So there is a lot of uh, potential to do much more work. You know, those thousands of people wake up in the morning, have nothing to do. And when they sleep at night, they have no hope to wake up the next day because they have nothing to do. So uh, we are trying to help them to uh, engage in uh, or building a new community inside these camps. Uh, so pray with us and uh, uh, come and join us. Yeah, we are looking forward to have a team from Lifeline to come and pray with these people. Uh, it is very safe, actually. I know doing now thinking about my trip to Egypt and, uh, and uh, you know, she is happy that John is going. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, you follow the news. How many of you heard what's happened in France, in Paris? Yeah. Uh, what's happened in France is uh, something a few weeks ago when uh, uh, the Syrians and Iraqis started to come to Europe uh, through the game Turkey played. That's what I believe. How the Turkey played the game that they, op they opened the door for refugees from Syria to enter Turkey. And then they opened the back door from the other side for them to escape to Europe. And through this, thousands and thousands and thousands of them came to Europe. And I was praying at that time, Lord, what do you want us to do? Uh, we are serving Iraqis and Syrians in Iraq, and they are coming to here. 
uh, and I had a dream. And on this, this dream, I, I saw like the sea is throwing a lot of fish into Europe. And some of these fish are very big fish. And some of those are very small ones. And some of those fish are corrupted. And seems like eating others or swallowing others. And the number of fish was a very huge number. When I wake up, it was around 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. I wake up and start to pray what the Lord, what, what, that's, what you want me to say, what, what you want me to understand and to receive. And uh, the Lord said to me, the gate of fish. You know these gates? And the uh, house of the Lord in the Old Testament? There is a gate of them called the gate of fish. He said to me, there is, this gate will receive a lot of people, but there is some corrupted fish. So ISIS sends a lot of them among the refugees. And if you follow the news, you will know that what happened in, uh, in Paris, one or two of them came through grace from Syria. So the, this uh, Europe is receiving today a warning. So I want us to concentrate about the shaking coming to Europe. So I'm not preaching, but I will read a text from the Bible, and I will share with you the feeling and the vision I got from the Lord to Europe and our responsibility as a church I'm not talking about the church in general, but I'm talking about the real church. The body of Christ in Europe has something to do. You know, the Gospel of John is, uh, uh, is a unique book because it's not like the other three Gospels we have. Because the three Gospels, Matthew, Luke, uh, Mark and Luke are giving us the story of Jesus uh, from the birth till uh, the, uh, the cross and giving us the resurrection and how he sent his disciples. But in Gospel of John, we receive something different as the first 12 chapters of, of John is uh, giving us uh, a different dimensions for Jesus, for the personality of Christ. So we have 
at least 12 different dimensions about who is Jesus. He is the word, he is the bread, he is the door, he is the life. So he's giving us different dimensions of Christ. Then from chapter 13 to chapter 17 is the last meeting between Jesus and the disciples. And in, ver- in chapter 17, Jesus prayed with them the last prayer before he went to the cross. And then chapter 18 to chapter 21, giving us the last few days of Jesus' life on earth. And in chapter 16 was the last bit of what Jesus said to his disciples before he go to the cross. So he said to them uh, a story. He said to them, uh, I told you these things because of two reasons. The first reason, he say, they are going to throw you out of the meeting places. They are going to throw you out of your comfort worshiping dome. They were going to take you out of your places you are used to worship in. So you will have no place to worship. And then he said to them, who kills you? will think he is doing good, he was doing God's a favor. Anyone will kill you, will think that he's doing a favor to God. You will be surprised that the eight people were doing the shooting in Paris Friday night. All of them, they have a pelt. And all of them were coming willing to die. They are dying because they believe in something. They are willing to die because they believe that they are getting a promise. They are getting something much bigger and much better than what they have. How many of you love Christ? How many of you can die for Christ? (laughs) They believe when they kill these people, they are doing a favor to God. That's what they believe. If you read the statements... ICE is produced, you will see the statement saying we are killing those who follow the cross. Because the cross is the main problem of Satan. He likes that Jesus was born from a virgin, which is unlogic. And scientifically will not accept it. But they, they, they agree with this. They agree that Jesus did miracles. Nobody else can do it. 
And Jesus created. And God, he is the only creator. But they come to the cross and say he is not crucified. Even this historically reproved. Do you know why? Because Satan was punished, was conquered on the cross. That's why they are against the, the, the follower of the cross. <laughs> and they are coming to kill. When they kill, that's what Jesus said to the disciples. When they will kill you, they think that they are doing a favor to God. What these people coming to do in Europe, they are serving their God. Do you, do you remember Paul? Paul, before he came to Christ, what he was doing, he was killing Christians for the sake of God. He, he thought, what Jesus said, fulfilled just few years after, and is still fulfilling up till today, that he said they will take you out of your meeting places. And you know, there is a lot of secret churches in Saudi Arabia. They are not allowed to pray. <laughs> in other countries around the world, they are not allowed to pray. And he said when they kill you, they feel like they are doing God's favor. Do you know why? Jesus gave the reason. And he said, they will do these things for just one reason. Have, if, if your Bible open, you will know the reason. <laughs> he said, because they never really understood the Father. They never really understood. They don't know who is the Father. The only reason why these people coming, thinking they are serving God while they are killing people in the streets, in their entertainment places, you know what they've done? They are saying all the entertainment are not allowed. So no sports, no clapping, no restaurants, no bubs, nothing allowed to people. Prohibited in their plea. That's why they are going, they are doing this. But the main reason Jesus said, because they don't know the Father. They, know, they don't have a, a real relationship with the Father. For this reason, Jesus said, be careful, I'm telling you this, because when this thing ha things happening to you, you need to know that I warned you. There is a warning Jesus gave to the church these days in Europe. I warned you, you are in a very comfort zone. You feel like you are here free. We got freedom. Though you are today... Christians are not free in England. Do you believe Christians are free in England? How many of you can preach the gospel? There is uh, a now a discussion to stop evangelism publicly in the UK. How many of you can say his opinion 
about homosexuality. How many of you can say you will be discriminating others? There is human rights, not allowing Christians to do the mission. Jesus saying that, but while he's saying to us, be careful, there is something will come to your continent, the European continent, shaking, rocking the continent. And uh, these days, the fish is coming to Europe with corruption, but he gave us a promise. If you read the rest of this text, you will see the promise. Jesus said to them, be careful, I am warning you, but I am promising you something different. What I am promising you, he said, I still have many things to tell you. But you cannot handle them now. While Jesus is coming to give us a warning and telling us, ISIS is not there. It's not in Iraq and Syria anymore. ISIS is here. So do not be afraid to travel there. But be prepared to receive them here. When you are prepared to receive them here, I'm not telling you everything, but you cannot, because you cannot handle it all. There is fear and there is destruction to, to your... Uh, Thinking and your mentality and your uh, freedom understanding and your principles. There is shaking to all these things. So I'm not telling you everything now because you cannot handle it all. And you know... Assad, the, the, the president of Syria, or the part still left in Syria, <laughs> uh, said in his statement about Paris that he, his people is receiving this kind of thing every single day for the last five years. And because Syria wasn't prepared... That was the problem. And that's still the problem. Because Iraq wasn't prepared. I believe the church in Egypt was the only church prepared for this. Because the warning was a few years before that something coming, and there's a group of the church understood and believed it. So they stood as intercessors to the country. And up till now, they are doing bad, not bad. They're doing God. <laughs> and I think that there is just hope in the Middle East because of what's happening in Egypt today. 
But what's coming to Europe need the church to be warned and prepared and receive the promise. What is the promise? The promise Jesus said that he's sending a friend. He's sending someone. This person is a unique person. And this person is part of the Trinity. And he's speaking in the last bit from the, uh, verse 12 to verse 15 about the Trinity. And he's talking about the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, what they are doing together. And this is a promise. He said he's sending the Spirit, the truth. And he said the Spirit of the truth. When I feel like he said he, the Spirit which is the truth. He is the truth. And he knows the truth. So in the message translation, he thinks it said a very easy and, and powerful statement. He will take you by the hand and guide you into all the truths. He will take you. I cannot tell you everything because you cannot handle it all. But I'm sending the Holy Spirit, the comforter, the friend, and he will take you by the hand, take you step by step to understand the truth. And he said he, he would not draw attention to himself, but he will make sense out of what is about to happen. He will make it sensible. He will make it clear what is about to happen. What's about to happen in UK soon. The Holy Spirit will guide you, will take you by hand, and let you understand the truth. Let you understand what he's calling you for. And he said, he will honor me. He will take from me and deliver it to you. And he's saying again, everything the father has is also mine. So he will take from me, which means we'll take it from the father. Because the father has it and gave it to me and I will give it to the Holy Spirit. We are talking together. We have a consultation. And in our consultation, we are talking about what's coming to Europe these days. And we want to give it to the church. And we go, want to give it to our people. And we all want to give it to our body in this land. To know what they can do and how they can do it. So, yes, there is a warning. And the alarm is very hard, telling God the truth. And the truth is, the enemy come to kill, to destroy. That's his job. And he brainwash these people and let them believe that they are serving me. 
because he's twisting the truth. But I'm calling you as a church, giving you a promise. And this promise that the Holy Spirit will lead you, will take your hand and lead you to know the truth and to go through the truth and to go by the truth. Jesus, when he was saying that to the disciples, the disciples didn't understand most of it. Likewise, most of the church today confused and cannot understand most of it. But that's why Jesus met with the disciples again after the resurrection and told them, don't leave Jerusalem, stay, wait for the friend, for the comforter to come because he will lead you to the whole truth. I think today we need as a church in Europe to receive a a very special, unique message and to receive what the Lord is calling us to do I believe if you are born in the UK, the Lord allowed you to born in the UK for this time. For this time. And if you are immigrated like myself <laughs> to here, you are here for a reason. And the reason is to be prepared to get as much as possible from this fish coming. And to know how to kill the corrupted fish. You know the the difference between Israel and David when they were facing Goliath? What's the difference? The difference that the whole army of Israel saw Goliath so big so nobody can beat him. But David saw him so big, so he can beat him at anywhere. He can kill him easily because he's so big. The different view, if you see the enemies coming here and he has a good plan, they have good money. They are playing it very, very well. They are prepared for years. They are coming every day now, saying, who can beat us? Yes. But try to see it from David's view. See it from David's view. And you will know how to win it. Actually, Nobody can win it by himself or herself. It is a calling for the church in Europe to wake up, to understand, to cry for the Lord, to wait for the Holy Spirit, taking our hand and move forward. 
So yes, we are serving refugees. But might be a day that you in your country be displaced or become a refugee. It is not easy thing I'm saying, I know. And some people say that's very far away from our, our situation. That will not happen here. But it is a warning. If the church didn't, didn't take her place right from today, the problem might be larger and bigger and unacceptable and undescribable and understandable. So, yes, I'm, I was thinking to preach and give a good sermon to comfort you, but I'm sorry, the news came on Friday, and uh, uh, what I was thinking to do, the Lord changed it. Yesterday, I was praying for this, uh, and the Lord changed it completely and said to me, warn the church, because I want to lead the church by my spirit to the truth. And the truth is only Jesus. He is the truth and nothing else. Bless you.